Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Welcome to the Push Buttons Podcast, where the Word of God frames your world. If there was ever an award for the most cheated man in history, it has to go to Jacob. Laban played him so bad and he fell for it so hard. Desperation makes you an easy prey to deception. He couldn't go back to a vengeful brother. His mother had specifically sent him to Laban so Jacob had no other alternative for survival. He inadvertently became Laban's pawn. All the negotiation power was with Laban. Jacob fell in love with Rachel and was given a ridiculous condition for her, and he accepted it. When the seven years elapsed, he was given Leah instead of Rachel. Then he had to work another seven years for the one he truly loved. In all, he worked 14 years just for Rachel. How was Laban able to successfully deceive Jacob? How did Jacob become intimate with his How did Jacob become intimate with a woman who wasn't the one he had chosen, yet did not realize until daybreak? There is an architecture to deception and Laban was the master craftsman at it. Laban ensured the elements required for deceiving Jacob were in place and that was why his strategy was so effective. It's the same wiles the enemy deploys till today. But many unsuspecting people, and sometimes even believers, fall victim to his many devices. Remember, Jacob was already blessed by Isaac at this point, yet he fell victim to deception. The same way many believers are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, but still fall victim to the devices of the enemy. Understanding the architecture of deception helps to disarm the enemy and place you in a positional advantage against him and all his schemes. Genesis 29, 21-23 and verse 25, KJV And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are filled, that I might go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening, that he took Leah his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And it came to pass, that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did I not serve thee for Rachel? Wherefore hast thou beguiled me? The following were the conditions that aided Laban's deception of Jacob. Number 1. Laban established desire or lust in Jacob before activating his plan. When the seven years of servitude were fulfilled, Laban didn't call to Jacob to remind him of his reward. Instead, he waited for Jacob to demand for Rachel. With this, he established Jacob's desire to become intimate with Rachel, which activated the full arsenal of deception. The devil can only tempt or deceive you to the degree of your lust. James 1, 13-14, 
KJV. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Laban waited till Jacob couldn't hold it together anymore. He had waited seven years and was now unable to wait any longer. This impaired his judgment and discernment and made him serve his baser instincts. I know you have waited seven years, but can you wait one more year without becoming apprehensive? Can you stay controlled in the eighth year of your waiting? This is why God hardly puts a time perspective on his promises. He sometimes puts a time perspective but they are rare and conditional upon an initial indefinite waiting season. He simply wants you to wait on him. Simple. Waiting for a time heightens your propensity for falling into the snare of the adversary as that set time draws nearer. In those moments, the devil can take full advantage of your lust. Indeed, unanchored patience can lead to lust. This is why we must anchor our patience to God and not to a specific outcome. Looking unto Jesus, the author of our faith, not looking unto time. If he said he will do it, he will. Leave the timing to him. Jacob became a victim because he was counting down 2,555 days and when it got to 7, 6, 5, Four, three, two, one. My guy couldn't hold it in anymore. He went to demand for his bounty so he could relish in it. Laban noticed he had gotten Jacob where he needed him, so he capitalized on that moment of weakness. Maybe if Jacob had waited one more day, he would have seen the woman for who she really was. His impatience contributed to the possibility of his deception. Beware of yourself when you can no longer wait to get married, have children, have church members, get a job. Those are the moments devilish suggestions and alternatives become so attractive. That moment you can no longer wait is probably when you should ask for grace to wait some more. Those critical moments can be seized by the enemy to devastating effects. Number 2. Laban introduced heightened pleasure. Laban didn't just go in and bring Rachel or Leah to Jacob. He threw a party. He ensured there was enough food and drinks to go around. This was so he could diminish the sobriety of Jacob, impair his judgment and his capacity to discern accurately. Truth is, anyone given to hedonistic party will have many regrets in life. Alcohol makes a fool of people and erodes their dignity. Smart geniuses become a caricature of themselves, spewing nonsensicals under the influence of intoxication. David attempted to manipulate Uriah using alcohol. If you are one given to alcohol, there is no telling how many decisions you may have made under its influence. It's not uncommon in our day to have couples throw parties a day before their weddings. At those parties, 
the guy gets his last chance to do and undo before he gets locked up in marriage. Sobriety is required before making or sealing up such critical decisions such as marriage. But the enemy replaces nights that ought to be spent in prayer and deep sobriety of thought with partying and reminiscing on the good old days, making you mindful of the city you ought to forget, thereby keeping the bridge to the past intact for future voyage. Hebrews 11 15. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 KJV Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Number 3. Laban worked at night. The enemy never walks in the light. Never. There is always a secrecy or non-disclosure or sleight of hand with the devil. The night factor is the ultimate ingredient he needs for deception. Liban made sure he gave Leah to Jacob at night and that was the final condition for deception. What made this effective was the first two factors. When the enemy has gotten you lusting, impatient and prayerless, deception becomes inevitable. Leah was handed to Jacob at night, the same way some people may have married wrongly because they received their partners at night after a season of lust, impatience and prayerlessness. That night sometimes lasts for 5 years for some, some for 10 years, but ultimately, I go still clear. The day will break and everything will be exposed for what it truly is. Oh, how I wish Jacob had had a conversation with Leah that night before touching her. He had lived with them for seven years and could tell their voices apart. But because he was so eager to get intimate, he skipped the talking stage. Hmm. Too many people skip friendship and talking stage and rush into relationship on the strength of a dream or prophetic vision they received at night. Touching without talking can be dangerous. Talking is what sustains relationships, not touching. Only if Jacob had talked to the supposed Rachel, he would have found the deception. What the eyes don't see, the ears will pick. Prophecy is great. Visions are awesome. But let me hear his word from the pages of scripture. It's the most sure word of prophecy. What the eyes don't see, the ears will pick. He may be handsome, but he speaks rudely to everyone else but you. She may be beautiful, but she's bitter and unforgiving. Isn't it interesting that Jacob used this very devilish tactic on his father? Isaac could not have been deceived by Jacob had he trusted his ears over his sight. Isaac replaced the discernment and spiritual perception with touching and feeling. That's the quickest way to being deceived. The word overseers. Bring that decision to light. Be accountable about it. Talk to your pastor about that secret plan of yours. Bring it to light. Let the light judge it. John 3, 19-21 KJV 
And this is the condemnation. The light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hated the light, neither cometh into the light, lest the deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they may be wrought, that they are wrought in God, beyond human fillers and vibers. Go for the filter of God's word to test all things, and you don't have to be susceptible to the deception ever again. The Bible says everything is naked and bare before God's word. Only if we'll present our every decision in the W-ray before we make them. Deception can be crushed in your life. It begins with a commitment to God's word. Have a liberating week ahead. Do well to share this with someone you love. God bless your heart. Amazing. You listened to the end. And we believe that was a good word for you. Kindly share this to bless someone. See you next week. Thank you.